0: Hello and welcome to Healthy Mind, Healthy Life. I'm your host, Avik, and today we have the incredible Yane Sneed with us. So welcome to the show, Yane.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it so much.
0: Lovely. So, Yane, like before we start our conversation today, I would love to mention this to all of our listeners that uh, Yane's journey is a testament to the resilience and the strength. So, despite facing the challenges, she's transformed adversity into the wisdom so uh, i remember like in in 2022 when i was uh, reading her um, bio so so in, in in 2022 she founded relentless phoenix and authored manifest your canvas sharing uh, the insights on overcoming the challenges so join us as Johanna uh, shares her story of self love resilience and the purpose so her, her motto is it's not what they tell you, it's what you tell <laughs> yourselves. So that's that's really a great um line, I would say. So which guides her mission to promote the love, unity, and the happiness. So let's dive into this inspiring conversation with Janice Neet. Welcome to the show again.
1: Thank you. I, I appreciate it. And I want to say thank you for having me here. This is really great for me to share. Hopefully, you know, we have an audience that can really relate and, and can inspire by my story. So thank you. Very
0: lovely. So, so, uh, Yanni, like to start with, like if you can share a defining moment or maybe the experience that led you to discover your life's purpose.
1: Yeah. So I didn't have it easy growing up. Um, and it was definitely hard. Um, to manage how I felt, um, my my mom wasn't the, the the best meant to. An emotionally support system for me. Um, she was a, a single mom, and she was doing the best that she can. However, there's no handbook in raising kids, um, especially in the 1990s. There was no handbook, and she was a young mom as well. So it took a lot for her to um, really be the mom that I needed. And she's a, she really is amazing. Um, however, during that time, um, she was mentally and emotionally um, abusive toward me. She would say a lot of negative things towards me that had my doubt my identity. That had me feeling lost, with um, having felt like no purpose, or why am I here? Um, My family really turned their back on me. I was kind of written off before I even took my first breath in my mom's womb. So it was difficult family-wise. My biological father, who I call my sperm donor because um, he wasn't really there for me, he abused me. So that took a lot for me as well to know where I fit in this world, especially when I have two figures that um, definitely didn't give me the best start in life. As I got older, I dealt with that a lot, Um, all the negative um, attention I was getting. It wasn't positive. Um my, my sperm donor or my logical dad said I wasn't going to graduate high school. I wasn't going to graduate college that he was he was really he's a really a mean man. Um my mom, um, as I got older, she did turn um her ways to try to build and manage our relationship. But at that point, I was so um in my head about all the negative stuff that I was I was dealing with when I was younger. It was hard for me to even build a relationship with her until um till college. During that time. I had to face my own struggles um, in, in school, and I was bullied. Um, I was I was being messed with. I had like I was. A lot of, I was really an angry child in, in school. It wasn't until high school through college where I started gaining friends. Um, In school, I only stayed a year or two in each school. I didn't really stay a four-year school in middle school or high school. It was either a year or two um, that I stayed up until high school, which was three years. So I didn't really have a lot of friends um, inside the school because I transitioned so many times. When I actually got settled in high school into college, I started gaining friends. What I realized was that the, the friends that I gained was going through the exact, exact same situation that I was going through, which was depression, anxiety, feeling like they didn't no purpose, loss of identity. Um, and I started making um, it my business to, to be there for them. What I realized was when I was starting to be there for them is that my pain that I, I was going through, I saw that it was helping someone else because I was speaking up about how I was feeling. And what I, I saw is the connection that what I've been through, how that can get someone else from not feeling depressed or anxiety because they feel like they're somewhere in their corner, which I didn't have during that time. So I started having an epiphany, like, you know, what was, what is my purpose? Um, and when I was, I was questioning what my purpose was, um, I started, I started realizing that it, it helped me feel better to help others. So I was like, okay, well, Am I going through what all I'm going through so I can be a testimony to somebody else? And um, what led me to um, gaining more friends, because I wanted to help others. I saw that there was a need to help others. So I started gaining more friends, started speaking up. Therefore, that turned to being a mentor. From being a mentor, um, it turned into... Um, it turned into my business in Relentless Phoenix, which gave me more of a push because when I started that in 2022, um, a wave of love started flowing. I didn't know that the the the, the, the power that, speaking of about my, my my pain, how it helped others. And when I saw that, it's kind of what, what really truly inspired me to keep focusing on, not to say my pain, but now I'm focusing on my story because everyone wants to come back Everyone wants to know how to get through to the other side. And that's why I started my business um, in coaching and keynote speaking because there's a point in someone's life where, where they feel like, I don't know what to do. And I'm in that, that, that good soft spot in a good area saying, I know what to do. I've been through what you've been through before. And, and trust me, it's, it's, it's painful to go through what you have to go through. But on the other side of that pain is hope. Another other side of pain is resilience, is character, is wisdom. And I'm here to, to at least help you, guide you on that because I know it's tough. And that what really inspired me is the fact that my, my, my story, although how painful it was, it helped others because now there are individuals who know, okay, it's, 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 it's not the, 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 the pain that I need to be afraid of anymore. It's now I need to be excited and have a lot of relentlessness to know that on the other side that i'm gonna be okay and that would kind of kept me motivated to, to let everybody know you're going to be okay uh because i did it i'm not the exception to the rule i am the rule if i can do it with what i have to go through so can you and that is what's keeping me going because i know individuals need that individuals need to need to know it's okay lovely so
0: <clears throat> overcoming the adversity often plays a significant role in the uh personal growth so how have the challenges shaped your journey? And what are the lessons you have learned?
1: How my challenges shaped my journey? Whew. Um, you know, I always I always thought that life should be perfect. <laughs> That's what I thought when I was younger. Because I saw everyone else on social media or around me. They always was was smiling. And I personally felt during that time when I was going through a lot, like, Am I the only one that's going through a lot? Like I said before, uh, later on, I, felt, I, I realized that no, everyone is going through the exact same thing. The challenges, they shaped my life because they built wisdom in me. They built resilience in me. And I don't regret any of the challenges that, that I, I had to, to go through or I had to experience. Before that, I didn't want those challenges because I felt as though um, it was a hindrance to me, but it wasn't. Challenges make you grow. If you're not challenged, you would never have the ability to know what what it feels like to to be, um, be um, empathetic to others. So by me going through a lot of things that I went through, um, it quieted me down a lot. Um, it opened my eyes a lot um, because I, I thought that it's supposed to be easy, but it's not. And I'm okay with that now. Um, and and if the, the thing I love about me now, and I have to say I love me now because before I didn't, it was a lot that... Um, I didn't like for myself, but now because I have looked back on all the experiences that I've been through, those challenges shaped me to be who I am today. And we have to understand that there's life. Life is going to happen, and those challenges help me to to cultivate the wisdom, help me to be here. Um, because without it, I'm not for sure where I would be at. Um, my story had to have that those challenges for a reason. And I know it now. I can I can really benefit and help someone else. But those challenges really shaped me to be the one I am today, full of wisdom and um, courage, um, and relentlessness and, and resilience. And it's it's a great feeling to, to to I know individuals don't like to have challenges, but on the other side of that, you do get your peace, you do get your freedom, um, and you do feel like a victor because you overcame it. Like We have to stop saying that we need be a victim to our our challenges and say we'd be a victor to our challenges. We overcame our challenges. And, and I think everyone deserves to, to feel that way and um, to feel like there's wisdom coming out of the challenges. And that's how it shaped me. It shaped me to, to be more quieter, more observant. Because now when you have a challenge, it teaches a lesson. And in that lesson, you have to learn. And from learning that lesson, if you're really honest with yourself, you start to grow. And I love my my transition and my growth from from where I, I was into now
0: so um i mean in your book uh, manifest your canvas you discuss uh overcoming the adversity so what inspired you to share your insights and uh, what do you hope readers will gain from it
1: so i i wanted to Express to individuals because sharing, sharing my story is important to me, and we don't do that a lot in this world. We feel like we should be ashamed by what we go through, and I was ashamed about what I I had to go through. I didn't want to tell it, a soul that that how my mother treated me when I was younger, which we have a fantastic relationship right now, or my or my biological father did. These are very deep and dark things that I had to go through. However share my story not only allow me the ability to lean into those emotions and overcome those emotions, because sometimes I do revisit them because they are painful. However, I had to remind myself that that I, I went, I, I came up out of that. And I had to share, I have to not be ashamed of what I've been through, because we need not to be ashamed in, in this world. We need to stop telling someone that they should not speak about their stories. There's my story, and I have seen it countless of times before I even wrote my book. Has helped individuals, and I put it my, part of my story in Manifest Canvas with a lot of other tools and, and 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 tricks to really, you know, have a different perspective on on your on your life. And I, I every chapter I, I I made sure there was something about me that was in that chapter to say hey. I'm telling them I've been through this. It's, it's okay, you know. And I hope that they can they can they can resonate with some of that. And, and and those that have have read my book, they 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 did tell me they they resonated, um, and they and they didn't know I've been through that stuff. And that's and that's the thing. I, I smile or I talk as if I I have nothing. That happened to me in my past, and that is the beauty I want everyone to see. That's the takeaway I want everyone to see. I don't, I'm not scarred based on my past. We feel as though mentally we're scarred, but we have to let go of that. We have to lean into those emotions that 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 hurt us, that cause us pain in our childhood or our, or our young adult life, or or now. We have to lean into those emotions, and 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 on the other side of that, we have to be okay with whatever outcome it is. And I'm okay with whatever outcome it is because. I keep reminding myself everyone has a story. My story may not be as deep and dark as the next individual, but it's my story, and I thought was always deep and dark. And we have to be okay with saying, "Hey, my life was not that grand," and I want to tell you about my life because when we start speaking up about, "Hey, this is how my 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 story went," and this is how your story went, and this is how your story went, because we all have a journey. And the, the I want them to look at my journey. Not to follow suit, but to gain wisdom from it, to gain a lesson from it. You don't have to take everything I say. You can take it with a grain of salt and test it yourself. That's what I want of other individuals to, uh, when they read my book or just read my or listen to my story. Test those things that I'm telling you yourself, you know, and 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 hopefully it plants a seed in you. One of those things that you read or listen to from me, it hopefully it, it plants a seed in you to cultivate that change that I wish to see in this world, that my two daughters, they're young right now, that I wish for them in their world when they get older. And I wish for everyone else who's listening to me or reading my book, how I wish for their life to be healthy, full of love and happiness. And and if it's my story that you have to gain from or learn from, then I want that to happen. And it has been great to to hear that, the feedback of that they they are learning something from me because we all have to learn from each other. and, And that is what is gonna help humanity grow. About us speaking up and, and i'm the start of it we want to all speak up about story and grow from it and and not feel ashamed about what we've been through
0: exactly exactly true so um i mean uh, from here like uh, if if we talk about like your motto is definitely powerful it's not uh what uh, they tell you it's what you tell yourself so if you can share a situation where uh this mindset uh made a significant impact
1: Um, I, I created that quote because I was in college. I, I, I wasn't the best in education. Um, I had a lot of challenges, I would say in education, (laughs) and, and it, when I was younger, I stayed back because, um, in school, because I, I didn't, I wasn't grasping at my level, which I should be. I took that with me, especially with all the negative energy that I had around my family, being bullied, um, being cast out. Um, Having individuals who I thought was my leaders and mentors, how they would um, pick and pry at me, tell me how I should walk, how I should stand, how I should put my clothes on. Like I was really picked at um, a, a lot. And when I got to college, I was in my room studying, and a wave of emotion just fell over me because it's was really hard for me to understand. Um, I have to reread a thousand and one times one sentence or or a paragraph to just understand just that. And in college, I'm sure um, it's a lot of text you have to read. So I got overwhelmed in college. And all of that emotion flooded me when I was in my dorm room. And I was crying. And I was like, "Um, I don't know what I'm going to do. I I really thought I was going to drop out. That's how hard it got for me in college because there's no one around me to, to, to feel that positive energy and i had a, a strong void that was filled up with negative energy especially with me i was self sabotaging myself because i didn't know what it looked like to really be confident and love myself but this day i heard i heard a voice and it was like you're doing it and i was like i'm doing it and then an epiphany happened i am doing this like no one's here in college telling me pushing me to get to junior year, pushing me to get to my, my uh, I was a fifth year in, in Rutgers, so I was in my fourth year. No one was pushing me to, to do this, so I had to look back at my life and say, yeah, now you have to cut it. Why are you allowing those voices, those negative voices that were in your life that happened years ago influence you right now? Why are you allowing that still hold you hostage? I really was talking to myself like this, and that's when epiphany happened. It's not what they tell you. It's what you tell yourself. So are you going to really believe what they're telling you that you can't graduate? Because mind you, like I said earlier, my biological father said I wasn't going to graduate high school. I did. I wasn't going to graduate college, he said. I'm in my, my fourth year at Rutgers University. I had to stop allowing what they said to me and influence my behavior. Because I was really going to drop out. I don't know where I was going to be if I decided to drop out of college. So I was like, it's not what they tell you. It's really what you tell yourself. Are you going to believe what they say? Or are you going to look back at your life and challenge your life? to see that they're lying. And that's what happened. And I graduated Rutgers with a 3.0 and the bachelor's in social work. I did that. So that's what comes with with, with that, that quote. I had to believe I am more than what they told me I am. And it was true. I graduated high school, I graduated college, I have a degree, I have a fine job, I have two beautiful kids. I'm not what they told me because I believed I was more.
0: Exactly. So, uh, I mean, could you discuss the role of the purpose in your life and uh, how you believe it can positively impact others?
1: So, my purpose on this earth, <laughs> and 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 I don't know if it's sure or not. I'm very biased to myself. I'm about to say that I'm very biased to myself because it took me a minute to love myself, and I I can't not be confident in myself at this point. I'm, I'm always going to be team yanay. <laughs> so my purpose in, in my life, I feel as though, is, is, is definitely letting it be a call to action that you can do anything you put your mind to because I done it. I challenged that thought. And that is my purpose, to to stand tall. If I got to be in a bullhorn on top of a mountain and say, you can do anything you can put your mind to, the question is, how bad do you want it? And that's my purpose, to challenge our perspectives, to challenge my perspective, challenge your perspective, to challenge everyone's perspective, to see how can you be your best self? And I, and I challenge myself every day with that, and that is my purpose. So force myself to be my best ultimate self. And it's force everyone else to see they can be their best ultimate self. Regardless of the distractions and the evilness in this world, we all can push past that if we take the those rose colored glasses off our eyes and actually see the truth. That we all are here for a reason. We all are here for a season. But most importantly, we are here for a purpose with a lot of intent. And we have to make sure that we're very intentional with every action that we have. And I, I believe my purpose is, uh, is allowing that space for people to say, Hey, you know, I want to rock with Yane. I, I like her because she's honest, she's authentic and she's true to her story, but she's been through things. And I see that her purpose is helping me be authentic, helping me be my true self. And I, I honestly believe that that's what I'm here for to go through what I have to go through to help individuals from where they're starting, To get to the other side. And I I honestly believe that is my purpose. Because I've been through too much. To just end it today. It has to be for a reason. And that's what I just said. I had that feeling since I was little. I have been through too much. For it just to be a story. It can't just be a story. Just because. I personally believe I had to go through something. I had to go through these things for a reason. And my reason is to help you, to help someone get to the other side and manifest their dreams the way it's supposed to been when it was little before all the distractions and the evilness.
0: Okay. So uh, how do you envision making a difference in the world through your work and the mission?
1: Say that question again.
0: So, uh, Eric, I mean according to you how do you envision that making a difference in the world through your work and the mission
1: one human at a time one human at a time if i can get a boatload of humans to listen to me because <laughs> i am a keynote speaker then that would be great but it's one human at a time and it's not going to be in my lifetime for them to make a difference um i'm up in age now um where i'm not going to see in my lifetime i want like to hope that i'll plant that seed but my, my mission is one human at a time. Maybe not in my kid's life. This this utopia life that I, I'm envisioning is going to happen. And when I say utopia, I'm not meaning 100% perfect. What I mean in utopia as in everyone has accountability for their actions. Everyone can manifest their goals and dreams. Life is going to happen. That's how the way it is. But if we can dial into what we want for ourselves without hurting others, that's grand. And it's only going to be... Whoever I meet, you have to. I have to meet them where they are. So one human at a time, or if I'm in front of an audience, a boatload of audience at a time. But it has to start somewhere, and it's going to start with those that are open-minded enough to want their perspective to be changed.
0: Okay. So, um, in the pursuit of the empowered living, what role do you believe community and the connection play? I'm sorry. In the role of uh, any, I mean, empowered living. Okay. What role do you believe community and the connection play?
1: Community um, plays a lot when it comes to um, empowerment. There was a saying that a village raises a child and I I honestly do believe that. Um, Mothers and dads can't always take care of a child. Um, I believe... Back in the day, it was like neighbors took care of me or watched over me uh, while my dad or my mom went away or whatever the case may be, and they helped, they helped raise me. And I feel like to this day, humanity can raise each other. Um, we can definitely be our own neighbors, keepers, um, and I feel like we all can cultivate that change we wish to see, but we have to start with ourselves. A community, if you break it down, is very individualized. I'm one, then another one, another one. Next thing you know, we have a group of individuals together, which is called a community. So we have to look in the mirror, first and foremost, at ourselves if we ever want to make a change out in this world or empower someone. So community definitely plays a huge role in making a difference in, in what, you, what you're what willing to see. Go ahead. So So
0: uh, what does the phrase human forced mean to you? And how does it guide your interactions and the relationships?
1: So, let me a background story. I, I, I say that when I, I was little, I used to get a lot of titles connected to me. Um, like I said, I had a lot of trauma in my life, so I was, I, I went to therapy, and they said I had borderline personality disorder. Um, obviously, I'm 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 of a, a black diaspora, so. When you look at me, you think I'm, I'm black and you have this certain connotation towards me because of the color of my skin or my dress. I start getting labeled a lot um, for how I speak. So, um, I was bullied that. I had a valley type of uh, voice to me when I when I speak. And um, I, I, it was constant labels when I was little, constant labels. You're, you're not smart. You're not this. You're not that. And I hate labels because it box you in. And when you put a label on you and society has this label on you, their perception of you changes. The good thing about humans first is that there's no labels attached to it. You're coming into this world just saying, hey, I am who I am. I'm vast. I'm, I'm not this one level thing just because you see it on the surface. I'm complex. I'm deep. I'm, I'm more than just what you see. And when we start with human first, you start with who they are you don't start with oh they had trauma so they come in and angry or you know, they have you know their they're this complexion, or they this or they came from this state so they have to be this way no i i moved a lot and what i what i have saw is that when i treat others with the same kind of courtesy and kindness and empathy that i want for myself i see the connection more deeper than me judging them based on something that they probably couldn't control and when you start with being human first, you allow yourself to be empathetic. You don't you, you, when you when you start to, to have these labels of she's this and that, you lose sight of that distraction. I'm talking to you, one brother from another. I'm 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 talking to you one human from another. It's it doesn't have to be I'm from Pakistan or I'm from Egypt or I'm from this. Let's scratch away all that. Why does it have to be I'm from this and that from me personally, because I was labeled so much, I wanted to be. Hi, I'm Yanae. Get to know me first before you see anything. I can't help that I have dreads. I can't help the color of my skin. But what I can help is how you how I, I, I perceive how I perceive my heart. That's what humans are. Trusting and looking at the heart of the individual and not the titles. That's what I see when it comes to humanity. That's what I see when I speak to an individual is I'm giving an individual a chance to make a difference. Not they pass. Not the future, because we only have moments here. If I keep on getting distracted about their titles, their PhDs, their this, they that, I won't see the human. All I'm going to see is their title. All I'm going to see is the way they look. All I'm going to see is how they speak. They may be the sweetest person ever. And, and I want to say that, you know, where I live, I have a, a lot of homeless individuals around me. I don't treat them as homeless. That's a title, you know? I treat them as a human, because I don't know what happens to them. But because they're homeless, we have this negative connotation, a, a negative label, a so strong label out there to say, hey, you're homeless. I'm going to stay away from you because I don't know what's going on with you. They might just lost their job and had a bad luck in life. And here, they, here you come, give them another, another way of looking at society, like here I go being judged again by something that they probably couldn't control mental illness or whatever the case may be that led them to that point. And the same thing with me. You don't know what I've been through, but because you label me in such a manner, now you have a perception of me that I can't change about you. Only thing I can do is continue being a kind, sweet, you know, uh empathetic human that I human, not person, human that I can possibly be to you. And and that's what I mean by uh believing that humans is first is that we have to look at who they are and this could be coming from my background as social work, but we definitely have to look at their start point because everyone has a story, but him, being human first allows you to look at them and not their story in the beginning. And so you actually give them a chance to, to, to really get to know them.
0: Lovely. That's really lovely. Yeah. So finally, <laughs> what message or uh, piece of wisdom would you like to leave with our listeners as they embark on their own journeys of the empowered living?
1: So I have a quote. Now I'm, now it was sum it all up. It's age does not justify your maturity, but what you learn from your experiences justifies your growth. It don't have to do with age. That to say, I can't do anything. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to do with where you at, how you're born, what cards that you was dealt with in life. Age doesn't have to definitely to do with it. Your maturity comes from your wisdom. Maturity comes from challenges. If you if you can be bold enough to face and look at the devil in the face and overcome your obstacles, that's when you're going to have that freedom of wisdom and you're going to have that that maturity to know what not to do in this world or what to do in this world because with all that comes empathy. And that's what I want everyone to know. So age is not just justify your maturity, but what you learn from your experiences justifies your growth. You can grow from anything that you went through. If you have the willingness and the open-mindedness to learn from it,
0: lovely. That's really lovely. Yeah. Great. So uh thank you, dear listeners, for joining us on this empowerful journey with Yanesh Need. So her story is a testament to the resilient self-love and the transformative power of embracing one's authentic self. So as we conclude this episode, Empowered Living, we encourage you to reflect on the valuable insights shared by Yanna today. And remember that amidst the life's challenges, there is an opposite opportunity for the growth purpose and the positive transformations. So we'd love to hear your thoughts and the experiences. Feel free to connect with us on social media or share your insights with the community. So remember that you have the power to navigate your purpose, overcome the adversity, and explore the spirituality on your unique journey to empowered living. So stay tuned, stay inspired, stay resilient, and stay connected. So until next time, this is your host, Avik, signing off from Healthy Mind and Healthy Life. Bring new stories that empower and inspire. So thank you for being a part of our community. Thank you so much. Thanks.